Welcome back to another Courtney Nolan the podcast episode. Today is another guest episode and I have Shawnee with me. So I'm going to hand the mic straight over to you and I want you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you. Hi Courtney. Well thank you so much for having me on your potty today. And I'm Shawnee. I'm an energetics and mindset coach and I have recently basically allowed my whole life to go through a massive period of change in order to really confirm and implement the tools that are life tools to go on this beautiful human experience that we're all on. Yeah. So I'm currently in Sydney um, and I had the pleasure of meeting you nearly a year ago. I know I I cannot it is almost a year ago which is insane so Shawnee and I met on our NLP course so neuro-linguistic programming course and then um that was in June 2022 and then we both did master practice for our NLP so became NLP masters in December and February of December last year February this year and I think I don't even think we worked together too much in that NLP course, we just bonded afterwards. Yeah, so I remember it must have been during one of our swap sessions or I put a post up or something. And at that stage, I was living in New Zealand working as a real estate agent. And here this beautiful chick has been like, right, let's catch up. 6 a.m., I believe Sydney time, it was 8 a.m. New Zealand time. And I was like, this is the type of woman that I want in my space like she's making stuff happen and and I think that was one of the beautiful things is that really led to a really nourishing relationship and I mean I'm so excited to be able to meet you in person this year um and I think it just shows you too how strong connections can still be formed in this virtual space that we now live in oh completely like when I when I was looking at doing NLP and I was looking at the different options there was nothing really in person that resonated with me even though I love in-person stuff like I remember speaking to somebody else about doing an NLP course and they'd said the company that we both did it through was really good so seeing that theirs was a full online delivery I was like I don't know how I'm gonna go with this like I was still on the police at that time and being outside and doing like 12-hour shifts like to sit down in front of a laptop for me was the most daunting thing. I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to be able to do this. Um, and then to actually feel the power of, you know, learning the material, but then also creating like really, really good connections when I had not, like, I don't think I'd done anything on Zoom before last year. And now I feel like a gun at it, but I just didn't believe how it could work like that. and. Now I'm like, wow, everything, most of the stuff that I do is all, you know, through Zoom and it's all online, but it is even, it is just as powerful as an in-person experience. Like, so tell us about you, like you were in Australia and then you moved. So you're a Kiwi, obviously, like people can pick up your accent. <laughs> you were in Australia um, and then you moved back to NZ 2022. Yeah. So I obviously... What I would say was living the traditional life as in went to school, went to uni, got good grades, and then went to climb the corporate ladder. And so I did that for a year in New Zealand. I started climbing the corporate ladder. 
And then an opportunity presented itself to relocate to Melbourne for a month. Um, I obviously loved it in Melbourne, so I ended up relocating and I was there for four and a half, five years. And it was during this time that I, my life really started to change um, in the first nine months. I'd gone from country living in a smaller town to obviously living in the heart of a city. And I ended up actually in chronic pain for five months from a back injury. And for anyone that's experienced any form of health challenges, now I'd experienced health challenges before this, um, but this was the pivotal point in my life. And it was like, I didn't feel supported. And I was so scared of life. And, and that during kind of this period, which obviously I was a little bit stubborn, it took me five months to learn what I needed to learn. Um, but here I am. And essentially, I started to dive deeper into inspiring stories. I went, while I'm in this period of pain, who are people that have transformed their life going through whatever they've gone through? And so I really started to read autobiographies and people that were able to show me that it was possible to not live the story of, I can't do this because of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I remember when I was in hospital having a failed back procedure, they, Albert Einstein's quote of, you can't solve your problem with the same level of thinking you had to create it popped into my mind. And in that moment, I went, I'm going to allow myself to open and to explore and to see what else is out there. So were you particularly spiritual before that? Sorry. Like, was that something like, were you spiritual? Did you, because like your energetic is like your absolute duck's guts now. And I just, like, was that something, this operation, and is that kind of with the chronic pain, was that when you started to explore the spirituality side of things and lean into energies? Or had you always been really interested? Like, were you one of those kids who collected crystals? Like, so, and this is where I guess it's super interesting and in how our programming when we're younger can kind of work. So, to be honest, I knew that I'd always had animals around and I knew that I'd always had quite a beautiful connection with animals, but I had closed myself down um, and I didn't, I didn't trust myself. So it was like, even though I probably had all this wisdom already there, mm. it was like, yeah, but no, I can't because someone's going to, like, I was too much in a people pleasing state where it was like, how can I conform and make sure everyone around me is happy at the detriment of kind of myself. Bless. And it was, plus it had 16 different painkillers when I went into a pain episode. So like, it was like, if drugs isn't even going to work, like we're really yeah. going to start opening ourselves up. And so then what I started to do was, I think the first thing that I did was I booked a kinesiologist appointment. Mm-hmm. and well I'd done the traditional things of still going to osteo and and getting all that and my body was starting to improve and then I booked a kinesiologist appointment and I would say that's when the true power of energy started to ignite inside of me and I learned how to muscle test and that was a beautiful skill to use so then I flew back to New Zealand for three months 
and just allowed my body to heal I was back around kind of my comfort zone yeah but I wasn't done with this adventure and I didn't want my memory of Melbourne to be pain yeah and so I was muscle testing and I remember muscle testing like what day to book the flight um and anyway the universe provided and I got upgraded to business class to fly back to Melbourne when I made the decision to come back and then that's when the real journey of energetic started I remember watching an Instagram post of someone having like a crystal healing and I went okay this is different this is way out of my comfort zone yeah but I'd agreed to explore and then what happened was so many beautiful eye-opening experiences started to happen that I couldn't logically explain. Yeah. And that's when the real deep healing started to happen. And I remember lying like on a, the massage table having, receiving an energy healing and I would feel all this energetic currents like shifting and at that stage, I obviously wasn't as aware as I now am, but I was like, shit's changing. And at that stage, all I needed to know was that my body was healing and I knew I wasn't the same person I was that created that problem that I'd created for myself. Oh, so what do you think? Um, so for other people who are like, no, like that's too woo-woo. Um, I don't believe in spirituality. That's not for me. Like what what can you tell those people like because I was one of them like I was always like no that's bullshit if I can't see it and touch it, it's not fucking real I don't <laughs> believe this like I mean I, I there's so many times like I mean being a police officer I was very much like well what does the evidence say what will hold up in court like do you have this person signed up to a witness statement saying are you prepared to give this evidence in court as the truth? Like that's how definitive like my logic system was. So when you talk about like energies and stuff and me now versus me say, you know, one year ago or five years ago, completely different. And in like my experience, like I've always been a little bit interested, but nothing like to the depth that I am now and how I just am so believing and trusting in what I refer to as like feminine energy and energetics because that's my wheelhouse is like your full intuition and like your creativity like those are things that you can't see you just have to trust and believe them and like that's vulnerable as fuck like that can be so terrifying if you are like used to logic like used to being able to see the information like So, I mean, I talk about this a bit on like my platforms and stuff, but from you, like you obviously were climbing the corporate ladder to now be like, no, I'm energetically, I'm, I'm energy. I am talking to people about stuff that they can't see, which is the opposite to the corporate ladder in in my opinion. So I, I want to hear how you explain to people how, you know, how you can start to believe these things that you can't see, like how you experience those shifts, because it is scary. It's like, it's not something that you're intrinsically taught to do. It's like everyone has it. Like everyone's had like a gut feeling or 
Um, I don't know, I just needed to go that way or uh, I just, it felt like the right thing, but you can't explain like everyone has those moments. Like, you know, you can, you know, the air was so thick, you could cut it with a knife, like that shit. Like people say that, but don't want to believe that that's like an energy or like a bigger thing. And so to now be like moving and using that energy with clients and to move through things like you, like chronic pain, and to like trust it enough to leave a secure, and I'm doing air quotes because I know this is a potty, you can't see shit, but, you know, like leaving a secure job and with um, based on like metrics that are really, really tangible to now be working in what people can consider as the woo-woo with energies and your mind and intuition. I want to know about that. Like I want to know how that, how you had those conversations with people who would have previously seen you as corporate ladder Shoni to now being like, no, I'm an energetic and I'm a healer. Yeah. And those are such beautiful questions. And I think the beautiful thing too is that, I mean, I was from a background of accounting and economics. So give me black and white numbers. Yes. Um, and I think too, that shows the tools that I've developed in order to, to keep my life, this perception of safe. Um, and for me, with anyone that's slightly curious, that's where you start. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, this is too left field, I'm not responsible for you germinating the seed that we're planting today, right? That's up to you to water the seed that, that we're creating. But what I do ask is that you lean into aspects of curiosity, and it's not about going from zero to 100. It's going, how do I feel around this person? You know, you might have been trained that because of a status that this person holds, you've got to respect them. Mm. But do I actually feel safe in their energy? Or, you know, how do I respond when, if I asked you to think of a memory that brings you so much joy and love? you'll be able to transport yourself into that vibration, right? And so if you can do that, imagine what else you can do with connecting in with your beautiful energy. And by all means, you know, we've got this human self and we've got this more spiritual self. And yes, it is a balance and it's a dance between your mind and your heart and your gut. And that's why it's about trying. I mean, I went from six years ago, chronic pain to moving back to New Zealand for three months to then moving back to Melbourne. And then obviously the pandemic happened and I went, can I cope? Do I love my life enough? Like is, is the money, is the corporate life, is that worth more? than being close to my family during a time of, of change. And I made the decision to pack up my life, move to New Zealand, but I still wanted to grow and have challenge. So I got into real estate, which once again is not this whole perception of energy alignment space. But the fact is, is that energy is everywhere. And, and I was selling houses quite successful. Well, I was selling houses successfully for two years and I sold $16 million worth of property. But you know what I realized 
was that so often we're focusing on these external things, having this beautiful house, saving up all this money to have this beautiful home. And yet the one home that comes with us everywhere is inside. And is that actually the most loving, supportive space for you to be and to operate from? And and there were too many people around me, especially post-COVID lockdowns and, and that whole period of time that were struggling. Mm. And yeah. I went, it's time for me to step fully into this space. And, you know, I don't want to walk around with tight eyes, wearing crystals everywhere. That's not me. And I think sometimes through this journey deeper into spirituality is just actually coming home to who you are letting go of these false narratives, this kind of negative energy and going back into our natural state, which is unconditional love. Yeah. And what sorts of things did you do to like protect your energy? Like what were the really like tangible things? Like I speak about feminine energy um, because I speak to women and they're my audience. So a lot of the time for me, I'm like, these are the things that I've found. And when I'm speaking with my clients that they find really like connect them to their true, authentic, genuine energy. And it's things like slowing down enough to have a bath and to read a novel, like, like a fiction novel, like just really like that to just stop your monkey mind and overanalyzing everything and like your lists or you know to sing or dance like to really like move your energy around your body or yeah absolutely or um yoga like these are the things that in in my opinion and my experience and what my clients have said work really well to like cleanse your energy and to just shake off any of somebody else's stuff that might have somewhere along the line attached itself to you. So as somebody who was deeply rooted in like economics and accounting and a corporate world, like uh, I want it, like, I remember we've talked about it and it being like your like skin would be something that would always indicate to you, oh, something's going on for me. Yeah. Like, and, and that is something that a lot of the time people are, oh, just, you know, take like, you know, the oral contraceptive contraceptive pill, for example, like that'll level all that out. Or I'll just use a better foundation or I'll just drink more water. Like what sorts of things did you do to help clear your energy and just get you so convinced that this is where you need to be and that's the work that you need to be doing? So first up, and these are really good questions. And especially with more of the sensitive feminine energy, what I recommend, and especially if you're in an environment that maybe isn't as healthy as you know as possible, or you always feel energetically quite drained. So if you're having interactions with people daily, one of the first things is age has been aware. If you vibrate at a higher frequency and you don't know how to protect your energy, those that are operating at a lower vibration. So lower vibration can be like people that are in a negative mind space, that they could be bitching or moaning, or you just you just walk away and you always feel really drained. So mm -hmm. first of all, I want you to become aware of is that there's been an energetic transfer. If you haven't protected your energy, 
that the person who has walked into the space at a lower vibration, they may have dumped all their shit onto you. They walk away feeling great. You walk away feeling drained because they've essentially done an energetic transfer and they've taken some of your higher vibration in order for them to feel good. And you walk away feeling drained. So first off, I want you just to recognize that we are constantly having interactions with energy, whether we consciously know it or not. And we can have it with objects, and but humans are a great example of that. How often have you had someone that has, you know, come and spoken to you and just like dumped all their shit on you and you've walked away feeling exhausted? Yeah. And they've walked away going, oh, thank you so much. That was amazing. Yeah. And especially when you hold space for people, when we do go vulnerable and, you know, and we want to create healing energy, when I first started and we're still working in corporate, one of the first things that I learned was how to protect my energy. And so for me, that was visualizing my physical body being wrapped in this beautiful shield of like golden light. And so it was like, wherever I walked, I was always protected in this beautiful bubble. And at the outside of this bubble was mirrors so that anyone's energy would reflect back onto them. But I could keep walking and moving through life knowing that this bubble was keeping me safe. Now, you can also use crystals like black tourmalines, a good protective crystal. Um, I play with crystals, but I wouldn't say that um, they're needed in order to to protect yourself. I do call on, I have a spiritual team. When I was in corporate, I didn't know that I had a spiritual team that I now do. So I'd call on Archangel Michael, especially if I'm walking. Like last night, I was walking to my car late at night. Well, I'll call on my support team to walk with me just so that I feel more comfortable. Um, Because as women, I think we're more conscious of environments that we're in. Yeah. You know, we're always kind of a little bit like, and I mean, you're from the policing space. So I imagine how, you know, hypervigilant you are in in those situations. So the human shield, I absolutely love. When you also get to a stage where you vibrate and you know your energy, you don't have to protect it the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're just starting off, the human shield is great. Another technique is visualizing a a beautiful rain shower. And so I don't know if you've ever like come home from work and you're like, I just need to have a shower. Like naturally you already know how to cleanse the energy, like unwanted energy from your system. Uh, But I, I love this technique of literally visualizing a beautiful rain shower. And it like just dripping down your whole body. And you keep visualizing that until you feel like nice and clean. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then essentially it's like you're clearing off all that energy. And I mean, sometimes you've got to do more cord cutting and and that type of stuff. But I highly recommend that you connect with someone that you trust, that you feel, that your heart feels safe with in order to hold space, especially when you move through some of these heavier, denser energies that we can carry carry around. Um, 
So how did you feel like moving back, like fast forward to this year and you moved back from NZ to Australia and you've found yourself in Sydney. So how have you gone about just making sure that your energy stays pure for you and that you are getting like getting the most out of every situation, but also not trying to rush or force anything. Cause I think that can be this really funky little push pull between like, I need to put myself out there and I need to be taking steps forward. And like, I mean, now you work for yourself. So it's like, how do I make sure that I'm still, you know, making money and being around the right people and not um, struggling or taking steps backwards when you've made a really big decision to to leap and to work for yourself. Like I, I know when I first started to work for myself, I was like, I've never done this before. Mm. I don't know how any of this works. I don't know the order of things. And there's not really a step-by-step template for leaving a corporate job to working for yourself. Like there's no, there's no one size fits all. There's no manual. There's no SOPs on how to do it correctly. It's just like you're flying by the seat of your pants half the time. And I know some of the, um, some of the advice that I was given, cause like nobody around me worked for themselves. Like I had no idea, um, stepping into an entrepreneur style mm-hmm. of life would have the challenges that it did. And also how I think working for yourself and being an entrepreneur is one of the most, um, I don't know, self, self-aware, self self-development style things that you can do. But just from your perspective, like you moved countries, you, you know, you have, have all of this going on. How, how did you stay true to what you wanted to do when you started to wobble? Like what did you do to keep your energy pushing you in the right direction without forcing? Oh, this is such a beautiful question. And there's there's different parts of how I want to answer this. So one is my intuition started to guide me back to Australia, September 2022. So this was after we've done NLP prac. I then got a whole bunch of new set of tools and my intuition went, it's time for you to go back to Australia. Now, at that stage, I was just over a year into my real estate business and I was like, my business is just taking off. So I think I was lucky in the fact that I'd at least had kind of a bit of a trial run with being my own real estate consultant. Yeah. Um, And so I knew that I was going to be leaving real estate at some point Mm -hmm. and so I started to code list and kind of nurture my clients for a transition that I didn't know exactly when was happening but I knew was happening and I didn't tell my family or there were certain people that I told because I knew that they they wouldn't try and pull this new growth out from the soil once I'd started to to grow it so I was very conscious of who I told with what I was planning to create in my future because I think if we tell people when the seedling is new they can insert their beliefs that can stop us from actually yeah. that self-belief that we all hold inside of ourselves so one of the things is too is making sure that you're growing your seed and you're you're 
inviting in the right type of people to also help you grow that. Yeah. And then in Feb, I decided to fly back to Australia um, to get a feel. So I'd previously lived in Melbourne. I thought I'd be going back to Melbourne, but I had visions of living close to a harbour. And so I did Melbourne for five nights, Sydney for one night, jumped on a plane, went back to New Zealand, and I felt my energy contract. And it was like, yeah, I just felt myself shrinking and I went, wow, my vibration is so different in Australia to New Zealand. And I was still in, I remember going home that night crying, being like, do I go back to Melbourne or do I go to Sydney? Sydney's my highest timeline, but Melbourne's more comfortable. And in that moment, I went, fuck it. If I've been given all these beautiful tools to navigate my life, I need to trust that they will support me. And so, yes, it obviously involved a big, bold leap, but we also need people in our lives that are willing to take those big, bold leaps. Now, I trust that I will always learn what I'm meant to learn. And I've had some some definite learnings since coming here. Um, And to be honest, my ego didn't, or my mind didn't perceive the challenges that it would take for me to calibrate to Sydney. I've had to do some past life healings. Um, But two months in, I'm literally in this moment speaking to you. I am in a house right on the harbour. I can walk literally into the water. Yeah. So when you look back at the vision that I had in September to, you know, nine months later, I've created that. And this is the thing is that there is so much power and beauty and love inside each and every one of us that, yes, we've got the human self and we've got the self that gives us these visions, you know, the more spiritual side. But you've got one chance at this precious life. Don't you deserve to give yourself permission to go for it? Now, and you also mentioned um, around finances, which obviously, now I created a beautiful resource container from my real estate business, and I'd relocated over here. But, you know, it does cost money. It costs money to relocate. It it does Mm -hmm. cost money to start a, a whole new business. Yeah, And I do a lot of mindset and energetic work with regards to my abundance. Now, we all have lessons and I thought I was due one more commission. So I was like, I'll be fine for a little bit longer. And with old energy leaving, old energy was also that the commission that I thought I was due to receive, I didn't end up getting. And so you can imagine that that was like a whole big model of my world just kind of came crashing down. But life is also here to support us. And so I'm being paid to house it. I come from a place of building genuine connections with beautiful people. And the energy around me is abundant. Yes, I might still need a few ingredients in order to have the full life that I want to be living. But when you take those leaps and you know that you're supported, 
you know that you will get the tools or that you'll be able to shift your vibration to align to those desires that also desire you. Oh, I could not agree more. Like I know, um, I think that there can be this real misconception that everything, um, like I think there's some people who are in a very spiritual space that they don't like to talk about money or don't like to talk about the power of money or how you, you know, you need it to survive. And that can give people this real false sense of, um, of money. And in that it can be, it can bring up some different feelings of like shame for wanting money or shame for wanting to earn a good salary or to work towards or to be wealthy for whatever that means to you. And I think the more that we talk about it and as part of our own growth, it's like, well, it's, it's okay to talk about this. And it's, it's, you know, we need money to live particular lifestyles that we like. And everyone's version of that is very, very different. But I think that's definitely why I cover it in the way that I work because I'm like, it's interesting. And it's not something that I was ever sort of brought up, encouraged to speak about. It's like, no, no, you just don't talk about money. And it's like, mm, why? When we all need it, like you, you need it to like buy groceries or it can be a very powerful vehicle to up level to upskill and to invest in yourself like you need money for that like sure there are other non-monetary ways that you can do it but at the end of the day you still need money to do some of these things or a lot of these things and it's not dirty or shameful or any of those things to want money and I think that was that was part of like my learnings was that wow that's really interesting and I noticed so much more in the way that I go about my business and the clients that I attract, like I find that that really, really interesting. But yeah, I just, I want to touch on just quickly before we finish up, I want to touch on a couple of just, I know I'm throwing this at you right now. You've not had any time to prepare, but the couple, maybe three to five tips of what you do daily that you find just your daily habits that help you win. So stuff that you, you know, it doesn't have to be anything dramatic or it could just be the way that you feel more aligned or more connected with you or um, to help you when you wobble in your, you know, destination where you're going. Like those sorts of things that people can hear and go, oh, I haven't thought about trying that. Mm, Yep, that's what I want to give a go of. That's what I want to sprinkle into my life to bring a little bit more pleasure into the things that I do daily or to help me just recalibrate and stay centered with my purpose when other people are telling me you know that whatever they want to say about it like those sorts of things that are really tangible that help you win the day Mm. oh what beautiful questions so the first thing is I always start my day with some form of whether it's meditation or uplifting motivational speaking or healing Um, and so YouTube's a great free resource for that so I will start off with the energy I'm wanting to create Um, and then what I like to flow on to is I like my body to also feel and flow and so when you really embody the type of energy that you want to create within your day it's like Am I able to move my body freely or am I being rigid and uptight? Do I need to wiggle my, you know, my toes? 
how can I create the flow within myself? Yes, yes. Because it's all about creating that momentum. And then I do always, I'm very conscious of what I'm also consuming when I eat. So then I'll have, my auntie's got me onto celery juices um, or a green drink and then a healthy breakfast. So really it's about nourishing my mind, body, and spirit. And those are the first three pillars that I start my day with. And if I can spend time out in nature, like also, you know, doing movement out in nature or listening to these beautiful, uplifting meditations or podcasts while I'm walking in nature, you know, everything's just about calibrating to the energy of how I want the day to be. Yeah. Um, and knowing that we've got a choice, we can choose to be better than our programs from yesterday. Yeah. How do you feel like these help you with business? Like, how do you feel like as a business owner and as a woman, how do you feel you connect with that real powerful feminine energy, that real like sensual energy? How do you use that in business? Like, I am such a big advocate for like the you know, cleansing and empowering your body, mind and spirit. And I love how important that is, but to really supercharge it and to really embody that sensual energy that I know we've spoken about on previous calls mm -hmm. and to feel into like that sexual energy that we've spoken about as like a supercharge to like really magnetize you so when you're showing up for clients or online or whatever else you are doing on that day for business, how do you connect to that? So first, I think it's important to also recognize that we've both we've got both feminine and masculine energy. So it's making sure that my masculine also feels supported. So, you know, what do I want to achieve today? What is the bigger vision of you know, more of the kind of the structural, traditional business stuff that we have. So, you know, how much money do I want to be bringing in? What's, what's the foundation there? So one is getting my masculine energy so that feels supported to then give permission for this feminine energy to step through. And the beautiful thing is that for me, the more I connect into this energy, you become magnetizing. Mm. You know, the way that you feel, you know, when you drink water, even when you drink water and consume food, how can I create this to be a more lively present experience for myself? You know, and then so when you come into the business, you're having conversations and holding space for people from a really beautiful container of energy that's not like anything they've ever experienced before yeah and we have the more we connect into our sensual feminine energy there is so much beauty there and I've made the intention for this month to really make sure that she is with me online as much as possible so when I'm eating food how can I lovingly digest this food? 
you know, how do I show up online? Am I connecting in with this beautiful energy inside of me so that it magnetizes? We all know, you know, when you're in a room and someone, there's just something about someone. And we've all got that energy. If we connect into it, we become that magnetizing energy. Yes, I completely, completely agree. And I also can't wait to wake up and just have morning sex, but (laughs) (laughs) then you see me there a lot faster, but I'm still early in the dating stages. (laughs) Well, I look, that's, I mean, can you imagine the killer days you're going to have then? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so grateful that you carved out the time to do this potty because I know like I have access to you all the time and we chat all the time and I just I know that the conversations that I have with clients and people in my DMs and on different platforms all the time that it's just it can be a real big leap to go from what you can see and what you know into a spiritual realm and it can be a big leap for you but it's all those other layers you know, like how you have the conversation with people and how you start to really trust those messages that you're getting and to trust your intuition, but also where it can take you. Like for you, I mean, it took you across the pond and you're back here in Australia and, you know, building a business that works for you, that you love. And it's like, that is so vulnerable and so brave. And I think like that's such a message for people who are on the fence and are trying, like, everyone's heard you know my story about being in the police and then being like this is not aligning with my values I need to I need to shift out of it but I just I think I want to shine a light on the fact that other people do it in their own way like you don't you don't realize until you move you're moving wow that really didn't suit me so from me and from my audience I'm very very grateful to have had you I have absolutely loved connecting and being able to share more of my story and wisdom with your beautiful community and I think one of the biggest things too caught that I wanted to say was you know I've been able to make these leaps in my life not only because of the tools and the wisdom that is inside me and, and that I've learned but also because of the beautiful people that I'm surrounded with and I mean we've caught up fortnightly for nearly a whole year and you know it's also about having beautiful people around you who are there helping you pour water onto your own seed to create those changes so if you're listening to this potty and you are wanting to fully step into more of your desired life then know that there are beautiful people around you that are here to nurture, to love, and to support you and you living your desired life. Ah, uh, so very well said. I will put Shawnee's details in the show notes. You guys can go and follow Shawnee over on Instagram. She, if energy is your jam, then yes, absolutely go and look her up. She's absolutely brilliant, as you can tell. But otherwise, I, yeah, I just want to thank you and I will, yeah, talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Pleasure.